Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Marvelous, for that wonderful time of worship. Thank you, RMG. Welcome, everyone, this evening. Whew. Somebody say, this month. Come on, say it out loud. Say, this month, I walk in divine peace at all means. That's our prophetic word for the month. That irrespective of whatever be happening outside, we walk in divine peace. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you have your Bibles quickly, turn to John chapter 14 verse 27. This evening, by the grace of God, I'll be teaching on the secrets of divine peace. John chapter 14, verse 27. The Bible reads, it says, Peace I leave with you. Jesus speaking. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. And so he goes further to say, what? Let not your heart be troubled. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, let not your heart be troubled. He says, let not your heart be troubled Neither let it be afraid. Bless your word in our hearts tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, when you look at the text above, Jesus himself says, with us, he leaves something, his peace. He could have as well said, with you, I leave money. With you, I leave houses with you i leave cars with you i leave what else husband wife children but having the understanding that a man without peace cannot enjoy all these things is somebody hearing what i'm saying a man without peace cannot enjoy any of these things amen and so he says, peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. So that means that there is a divine peace and there is a world peace. That means that there is a peace that this world can afford. And there is also a peace that God can give you. The divine peace which God gives is perfect peace. No blemish. It is a peace that is permanent. It is a peace that is unconditional. Unlike the world peace that today, they, when they are in good terms, everything seems okay. When they are not in good terms, you begin to hear rumors of war. The peace of God is unconditional. It goes beyond conditions. The peace of Christ at all times is accessible. Whether in good times, whether in times of adversity, it is accessible. But the peace of the world is incomplete. It's a peace with mixed feelings. 
the peace of the world in, in one sense, you may have it and it looks nice and in another area of your life, you are going through hell. You are facing challenges. It is a peace that is easily short-lived. The peace of the world, some people find it through, through alcohol. They say, when I drink, I feel better. Well, so, some people find it through drugs. All kinds of drugs. Some are excited on Colos. Some, they, they, they find their peace in Colorado. Some, they find their peace in, in marijuana. Some find their peace in sex. So when there is no peace, there is no sex, they are, at, they are at war, they are uneasy. But the peace which Christ is talking about is one that in good and in bad times, you are at ease. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You are at what? At ease. I always say it here and I'll continue to say it. Have this understanding. If you think you can find peace or you can feel better through drugs and alcohol, it is only temporary for the time its potency lasts. Once the potency is over, you are back to reality. Amen? My peace, I leave with you. Not as the world give it. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28, Jesus speaking, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and are what? And are heavy laden. And I will give you what? Rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are burdened. I will give you rest. This call made by God. Keep calling. I know you have challenges. I know you are facing difficulties. Come. I will give you rest. In exchange for your troubles, I will give you peace. In exchange for the chaos in your life, I'm ready to settle you. And the more he keeps giving this call, the more people keep rejecting it. Only a few actually run to this call. The only time you can enjoy this peace is when you come to Christ. Which a lot of people are not willing to because they feel in Christ there is no enjoyment. They feel in Christ there is no prosperity. But the Bible says, seek ye first what? Come on, talk to me. Seek ye first what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added unto you. If you can find my rest, every other thing can be given to you. It is a matter of choice. Do you want to have peace? Or do you want to have the peace that you think you can get? Do you want to have divine peace? 
or you want to have the world peace i'll share with you some secrets because if you understand the secrets you will know why christ said don't let your heart be troubled number one secret is the redemptive faith in christ jesus matthew chapter 11 which we just read he said come unto me come unto me come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest the number one access to divine peace is that you must be born again and you must be born again in christ jesus by true repentance and when you have repented truly you now walk by faith and so the redemptive faith in christ jesus gives a repentant sinner access to the divine rest in the mind it gives you access to divine rest in your heart because now you know that with christ you can achieve more now you know that with god all things are possible is somebody hearing what i'm saying the second secret is that you have to trust in god somebody say trust in god come on say it out loud say trust in god isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 it says thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind whose focus is stayed on thee why because he trusted in thee this is trust god and god alone no other option are you understanding what i'm saying until you come to the place where you know for yourself and you know for a fact that god is the only solution there is no other one that can work it or fix it like god you can't enjoy peace if you are still one of those that say if god cannot do it then that means that there's another thing that can do it if you are one of those that think and hey, let me try this if it doesn't work then i resort to god you're not ready to enjoy peace the bible says jesus christ the way the truth and the life and no one cometh to the father except through him there is no other option there is no other way the hebrew boy stood in front of the fire and they will say to the king oh king we are not careful because we know our god will deliver us someone will say wow i can't imagine what these boys are saying but they went further to say and if he doesn't we still will not bow we will prefer to die sticking to our statement of trust than to have an option of bowing down to the devil and guess what he said throw them in the fire that statement child of god did not exempt them from being thrown into the fire in fact it prompted them to be thrown into the fire but guess what the minute they were thrown into the fire the king began to see things he began to ask did we not throw three people in the fire how come i'm seeing four so guess what the statement they made the statement they made the statement they made the statement they made prompted god to go wait for them in the fire when you have complete trust in god it won't stop you from getting into crisis but guess what in that crisis there is christ 
it would exempt you from getting into crisis but i wouldn't mind stepping into that crisis because i know right in the middle of crisis christ is waiting for me they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the what the words of their testimony i'll enjoy divine peace because i trust in him god will keep in perfect peace those whose mind has stayed on him because he trusts in god so trusting in god for all things helps us enjoy perfect peace in of the perfect peace of god in our lives because we trust in him when we trust in him he eliminates fear from our mind when we trust in him he eliminates doubts from our mind when we trust in him he eliminates any iota that will spring up to rise up his ugly head against the word of christ number three righteousness somebody say righteousness isaiah 32 verse 17 the bible says and the works of the righteous shall be peace go there quickly isaiah 32 17 and the works of the righteous shall be peace and the effect of righteousness will be what will be what and what look, look at it it will be quietness and confidence forever so guess what righteousness does not give you righteousness does not permit you to have the agbero lifestyle but rather it puts you in a place of quietness where you talk less and act more There's something that is often said, I'm not, I'm not being tribal here, that a lot of young Yoruba men, when push come to shove, they are not seen in battle. But before the actual fight, what do they do? They do all the, ah, yeah, yeah. But once they hear, brah, ah, oga, they take off. But there's a tribe, I don't want to mention their names, that have a state in a state that understand the state of things <laughs> that they are ready to chest fight anytime do you know that you didn't do you know that right eh? Eh? I, I, I don't i don't know but you figure it out they they, they have a slang that says eh, do not be you'll figure it out like. but you see righteousness puts you under control that even when you should react you're quiet but that quietness does not make you foolish it gives you confidence i'm confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in me shall do what shall complete it he shall complete it he shall complete it guess what the major reason for troubles is sin but a man who is righteous, a man who is righteous has no reason to fear. Anyone that indulges in any form of unrighteousness consistently, he's a constant, can never have peace of mind. Forgive me, but if you are a fraudster, if you are a fraudster, whether you are a rich fraudster or an upcoming fraudster or a mid-range fraudster, when you hear the sound of 
the police for no reason your mind is not at ease let me bring it home in in when most of us when we were much younger you know when they tell you don't take meat from the pot but somehow something tells you take it that we don't know is a full pot and just when you take it you hear this voice you have consumed the meat there's no there's no opportunity for you to say i will put it back it has gone it has gone but you hear this voice who took meat from this pot what happens to your body immediately you begin to sweat you are disturbed how in god's name did she know that meat was And so that's how it is. When you indulge in sin, it's always, look, you may not get caught. But for some reason, they, they may not even come for you. They may come for somebody else, but somehow you begin to think, ah, today is the day they will catch me. But a man whose mind is at ease, whether police like they come, whether they like they are shooting, he can lie down there and be snoring. Is somebody understand what I'm saying? He can lay down there and be what? Be snoring. Righteousness. Number four. Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. This is the fourth secret. Philippians four. Give me the King James version. Philippians four six. Let's read it together. Want to go as loud? Let's go. It says what? Uh-huh. 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 Keep going, verse 7. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, you now you know, that the way you can reach him is by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. He says what? Let your requests be made known. So, child of God, when you are complaining, your request is being said but not made known. When you are complaining, you are verbalizing your frustrations but your request is not made known. He says, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Then something follows. Once it is made known unto God, the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall do what? Keep your heart and your mind. shall put your heart and your mind in order through Christ Jesus. Stop worrying. Stop being anxious. I'm not sure what tomorrow is going to bring. Oh, I don't know what my future is going to be like. Will I succeed? Will I make your, 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 your problems known to God? He says, Jesus speaking, he said, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. 
your heavy loads, I will carry it for you. Bring your burdens, I will carry it for you. Bring your pains, I will carry it for you. Don't think that pain and that worry is too big that Christ cannot handle it. The Bible says, the heavens are his throne, the earth is his footstool. Your problem does not go beyond the earth realm. Is your problem bigger than this earth? Somebody talk to me. Is your problem bigger than this earth? When men are thinking, help me out. The challenges men have is not more than pay bills, right? Pay school fees, provide for my family, have a good job. Hardly will you see a man that is saying, ha, I want to marry. Does it exceed this earth realm? Huh? Talk to me. Ladies, what is the biggest problem? What could be the biggest problem? Talk to me. I want to marry. I want to have children. Eh? I want to have a good job. I want to have money. I want to be relevant. Eh? What else? I want to pay school fees. I need money to go to the market. Does it exceed this earth realm? What you do, when you look at that challenge, look at your God. How many of you have seen a chihuahua? How many of you have seen a chihuahua? How big is a chihuahua? Eh? Okay, so I'm, I'm actually saying the wrong statement. It should be, how small is a chihuahua, right? Okay, how many of you have seen a German shepherd? Now, when you compare a German shepherd to a chihuahua, what's the difference? Eh? It will be awkward for a chihuahua to bark and a German shepherd is running for his life. If you buy a German shepherd that runs from a chihuahua, go and sow that dog into somebody's life. If you bought that German shepherd to be protecting you, <laughs> say, this is my guard dog, but he runs from a chihuahua, go and sow it into one uh, orphanage. They should be using it as their mascot. But rather, you will hardly see a German shepherd react to the back of a chihuahua. You will hardly see a lion react to the bark of a chihuahua. Because when he looks at himself, for him to look at that chihuahua, he has to look down on it. You know what many of us are doing? We are looking up to our problems. And so we become anxious. Look down on that problem. When you look up to that problem, it begins, this is what the devil begins to do in your mind. He begins to magnify the problem. So do you know how big this thing is? Your lecturer will come to class, they will come and drive you, you will not pay school fees. See, tomorrow morning when you wake up, your landlord will chase you out. Bet, bet it. So now you are worried, say, God, how do I survive this thing? But they that know 
their God shall be what? They shall be strong. And they shall do what? Exploit. The first thing you should do, when you look at that problem, look at your God. Look at the problem. I've always said it, commonize your crisis. Because even Christ said, there is nothing that has not happened to man that is not common to man. There is nothing. Commonize that challenge. Oh, I'm broke. I don't have money. No financial resources. Lord, I have a lot of things to do. Make it known with thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you because you are able to make all my needs abound. You are able to make supply for all my needs. You are able to provide everything I need. I thank you, God. Instead of saying, God, when are you going to do it for me? It is okay to ask God questions, but it's not okay to question God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Make your challenges known with thanksgiving. Stop giving yourself sleepless nights. Have this understanding. He cares for me. In the heat of your biggest challenge, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Lord, thank you for giving me a hug. Say from the sincerity of your heart and I, I bet you, you will feel ease on the inside. If you know that God is able to do it, you will stop worrying. I've said it here. No matter how much your salary is, it is not enough for you. But for some reason, you live beyond that salary. And you're asking yourself, how did I do it? He makes all grace abound. I pray for you in this month of August. You shall enjoy peace by all means. In the name of Jesus. Number five secret. By prayer and supplication. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. The Bible says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercession, and what? Giving of thanks. Be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a what? That we may lead a what? So if you are part of those that were praying last week, let us go to war. In fact, let the country scatter. You are, in fact, God will deal with you. What did he say? He said what? I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all that are in authority, that we may do what? Lead. Quietness and peaceability is one of the marks of a righteous man. Prayers, giving of thanks, supplications, intercessions, 
is one of the secrets to enjoy peace. If Nigeria is at war today, there's no way you want to sleep, you will enjoy the sleep. How many of you remember the uh, bomb blast in Lagos at the Ikeja cantonment? If you were living near the Ikeja cantonment when those bombs were going off, will you enjoy sleep? There are some people that still live with that trauma. There are some people that had shells fall in their compound. How many of you have watched action movies when they are firing? Eh? The thing keeps going off. You that is not holding the gun, you say the thing is peppering your ear. What of the person firing the rifle? So when there is war, eh, you know, my side though. It's only a matter of time. When there is insurgency, eh, then we did that side. Made the, the Boko Haram, they kill them. It's only a matter of time. And so, it is only proper that as men and women of righteousness, we begin to release words of peace. We begin to speak peace upon our nation. We begin to speak peace upon our territory. We begin to speak peace upon our continent. Every day by day, countries are rising against each other. This one is getting angry. They are making visa restrictions harder. They don't want us to work within ourselves as Africans. Bra, 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 bra. Oh, we will withdraw financial aid. Oh, we will do this. Hey, look. God will speak peace. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Number six, secret. Divine wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13. Proverbs 3, 13. The Bible says what? Say, say it out loud. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth what? Understanding. Go to verse 15. He says what? She is more precious than rubies. And all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Next verse. Length of days is in her right hand. And in her left, what? Riches and honor. Verse 17. It says, her ways are ways of what? Pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. Another way to enjoy peace by all means is to walk in wisdom and understanding. Is to seek access to divine wisdom. When you have divine wisdom, you walk in peace. Look at it. David as king of Israel, all his days fought wars, war upon war upon war. If he was not fighting external forces, he was fighting internal forces. If he was not fighting internal forces, his own son wanted to kill him. No peace. Although he was in authority, he was in authority without peace. But guess what? Solomon did not fight one war because he asked God for one thing, wisdom. The only thing he needed to fight 
was women. Now I'm booming here. <laughs> but since Solomon rallied the troops, we are going to war with another country. Never. His only war was women. For you to enjoy peace, ask God for wisdom. Lord, how do I handle this challenge? When they bring situations to you, eh, eh, he, is he your own? Is he your brother? Eh, move your killer. If everybody move your, everything you spoil, everything you destroy. Lack of wisdom. The last one, Psalms 37, verse 11. Meekness. Somebody say meekness. Verse 11. He says what? But the meek shall do what? Inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the what? The abundance of peace. Meekness talks about humility. Lowliness of heart. It says the meek shall inherit the earth. They shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. And so to enjoy divine peace in your life, you must be humble. Let humility consume you. I know now you are a billionaire. Let us breathe. Don't shove your billions down our throats. Say, do you know <clears throat> that <clears throat> uh, I, don't, I don't know what thousands are. Really? You don't know. You don't know. Because now God has elevated you. Pride. Today, Pastor Marvelous and I were talking, and just, just, there are certain people. The only reason why you hear of them, you only hear of them because of pride. Meanwhile, there are people that are getting things done. You don't even hear of it in the media, you don't hear of it in the news. But, but things have been done. Lives have been changed. Say so you give somebody 500,000, you call news uh, press conference. Say, I just need the, the world to know that we are, we are of a good heart. <laughs> How many miracles did Jesus do that he called press conference? He was walking on the road. He saw them carrying a casket. He said, well, what's in that casket? He says, this widow's son. Ah. Wow, 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 wow. Drop it. Son, arise. Did you hear him say, now, uh, young man, uh, you know, we need the world to know that we are doing these things. D did, you, did you hear anything like that? So the Bible said, he said, look for. Peter, take the other guys. Look for anything you can find that I can bless. They came back, five loaves of bread, two fish. The Bible said he lifted it up and he gave thanks. And he gave to his disciples, say, share sit them down and share when they finish eating you say now can you say what the lord has done for you can you tell the people oh no when he, when he went to the pool of bethesda and this man was there he looked at him would that be made whole the man said i have no man he said do you know who is standing with you Go check my profile on LinkedIn. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am grace personified. So you, you, you don't know me. 
you don't know me oh okay, okay. when he came to the well at, at Samaria and he met that woman he told her he said ah tell me about your husband and the woman began he said no even the one you are with now is not your husband you've been with several others the woman said ah Ah, 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 ah. Look at this man. How did you know? He said, do you know me? Do I know you before? Have I seen you before? Have you seen me? Now, th this is what you will do. Go tell everybody that the seer is here. When I see them, just as I prophesied for you, I'll prophesy for them. D did he do that? <laughs> All those things are cheap publicity. Just to fan, that's the problem of man. We want to fan our ego. But rather, when he ministered to the woman, the woman by herself ran to the city. She ran to the city. When he fed the 5,000, if you feed 5,000 people, you don't need to tell them, go and tell is somebody understanding what I'm saying? When, when, when you open the eyes of a man who has been blind all his life, you don't, you don't need to go tell them, go and tell. But the Bible says everywhere he went, the multitude, before he started teaching, say, just in case you don't follow us on social media, this is my Facebook handle, Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. Click, like, subscribe, and share. He didn't do none of that. You know why? Because for him, ah, thank you, Jesus. Those things were not supernatural. They were natural for him. They were natural for him. To raise the dead was a natural phenomenon. To open... He can't see. Pick up some clay. Put some spit in it. Because he noticed that there were no balls in the socket. Huh? He said, wow, how did this guy miss out on having eyeballs? So he said, for me to bring about this miracle, I need to make some eyeballs for him. And he put the thing inside there and said, go and wash. Have you ever asked yourself, who tells a blind man, go and wash? How, how, how? How, how, how will he see where he's going to? But Jesus said, go and wash. If he has said, go and wash, he knows how you will get there. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You know, when he stood before Pilate, and they kept saying, crucify him. Even Pilate was tired. What kind of guy is this? Oh, God, talk for yourself. I, I'm the ruler here. I've heard the things that you did. How, how is it that you're not defending yourself? The whole time, Jesus said nothing. He said to Pilate, said to him, they say you are the king. He said, you have said so. Wisdom. Humility. Lowliness of heart. Meekness. Even unto the cross. I know if it was Abraham, they were weeping with those 
those those whips and you, you know when they say koboko how many of you know koboko koboko is painful but this one they had bones metals tied to it so when they whip with it they, it doesn't go bad it leaves one line no it leaves a mark and peels off the skin some of you that say, oh, it's like this my coconut head. Do you know how strong it is? Can you break coconut with your teeth? Those of you that are breaking a world record. <laughs> can you break coconut with your teeth? Do you know how hard your head is? It's strong. But this guy's forced a crown of thorns. The Bible says that he pierced. So imagine the magnitude of force it would have taken for those crown of thorns to enter. Remember, when doctors want to perform surgery on the head, they have to use a saw to cut up a bee. Talk to me now, a bee. Right? They have to cut it with a saw. You can't chase it with. And then he stood. And they said, okay, we will tie him to the cross. We'll be fine. He said, no. We will hang him with nails. Some of you, small pin, they want to check your blood sugar. You are crying. It's like EpiPin. Jesus! Small syringe. You have given up the ghost. I fall in that category. I don't care. But... He's not even asleep. He can see the nails. How thick those nails were. And they stuck it in there. Veins were damaged. Arteries were damaged. Muscles were damaged. And if they had said, okay, that's just it. Hang him up there. They stripped him naked. So you see this Jesus that will say, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth and he went about his business. Daughter, arise. Blind eyes, be open. Oh, today we are coming into your house. Oh, he turned water to wine. Oh, he fed 5,000. How many of you have seen Jesus, the miracle worker, stripped naked on a cross? And yet, he will look at them and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. <laughs> How do you not know that you nailed somebody's hand? For those of you that can slap very quickly. Do you slap by mistake? No, 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 no. Let's be real. Do you slap by mistake? But humility will make him stay there. He knew the power he possessed. Do you know that if after all those ephesi, he said, you know what? This cup <laughs> is not passing. And he did this. I can't stay on this cross. I can't. Nah it would have happened because nothing changed his divinity 
but the purpose for his birth would have been defeated. Humility will keep him there and say, not my will, but your will, Father. It's painful. The betrayal, the insults is painful. Oof, but I'll stay there. And he will say to them, I thirst. Church, what's the, what's the best they could just do? Was to give him what? Water, right? So they, they, they'll give him vinegar. Vinegar. Like someone is thirsty, you give him more to enhance the thirst even more. How wicked is the heart of man? But he will go on to say, Son, behold thy mother. Mother, behold thy son. The Bible says he looked into the heavens and he said, It is finished. When he said that, he concluded that your shame was finished. He concluded that your worries were done. He concluded that your anxiety. just so they wanted to confirm if truly he was dead they pierced his side again but guess what he had forgiven them and so when he ascended up to the father the father said there is nothing more I can give than to give you the powers of my name that at the mention of your name every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that you are Lord. He's excited. Wow. This is what I get to enjoy. But he says, no, marvelous. You need to come with me and be seated in high. Let me tell you something. You are constantly on the mind of Christ. He said, Jero. He said, no. You were not even born. But he said, you will be born. But you, you need to sit with me in heavenly places. And this is the amazing thing. <laughs> if you go to God, he can ask you, why? But through Christ, he says, oh, that's fine. He didn't get it. <laughs> it's just like now, if my daughter comes to me and says, oh, daddy, my friend is coming home with me. I'll be like, okay, she's your friend. All right. But if the friend comes to me and says, hi, sir, I'm your daughter's friend and I'm coming home with you. I have every right to ask her, why? Who are you? Who's your father? Do I know you? And so when we come through Christ, we break all the protocols. 
we are not given any questionnaire to fill. All he does is look at us and say, oh, okay. I can do all things through Christ. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through Christ. To the pulling down of struggle. The reason why I can't have anxiety because I manifest through Christ. In him, I live. In him, I move. In him, I have my being. So I'm not me, I'm Christ. The reason why the enemy can't kill you is because you are Christ. They couldn't bury Moses. You know why? He saw the goodness of God's glory. If a man who did not even have Christ, he only enjoyed the goodness of God's glory. Yet, God ensured that his body was not buried by man because he had an encounter. How much more you who carry Christ? The Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Stop worrying like a man that is hopeless. Stop worrying like a man that has no hope. We have hope in Christ Jesus. I am lifted by grace in Christ Jesus. I am blessed by grace in Christ Jesus. I cannot be broke because all my needs are supplied through Christ. Stand on your feet. I want you to declare. Declare with your mouth. Whatever it is you are in Christ, whatever it is you want through Christ in the next 60 seconds, open your mouth as loud as you can. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. Begin to declare it. I am made great through Christ. The refinery is great through Christ. The covenant family is blessed through Christ. We enjoy peace by all means through Christ Jesus. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let not your heart be troubled. I refuse to be worried. I refuse to be troubled. I refuse to be worried. I refuse to be troubled. You can pray that prayer. I refuse to be troubled. Yes, when men shall say there is a casting down, I have gold saved up as dust. I shall say there is a lifting up. When the economies are going crazy and it feels like nothing is happening, oh, they even say now the naira to the dollar is 900. I say for me, there is a lifting up. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands to heaven. I want you to say with a loud voice in the name of Jesus. I walk in peace. I enjoy peace. The grace of God is upon my life. The favor of God is upon my life. Peace works for me. Men are at peace with me. I am a peacemaker. My nation enjoy peace. My state enjoy peace. My community enjoys